to follow wherever God takes me. She swept an arm toward his fields. Harvest is nigh upon you. I don't mean to boast, but I can cook real fine. What with all the men you'll have rounded to labor on your land, you seems you could stand to keep me here to feed them. We were just talking about hiring two of the Richardson girls. Mrs. Erickson didn't sound very sure of herself. Mr. Stauffer muttered something about the lesser of two evils. Tell you folks what. You don't know me from Eve. It's supposed to be Adam, Mr. Stauffer growled. Hope shook her head. Can't be. Of course you'd know me from him. Eve was the gal. Anyway, I reckon you oughtn't hire me right off without having some proof that I can turn out a decent meal. So tell me how many I'm to feed supper, what you have a notion to eat, and what time it's to be ready. The farmer ran his hand through mud-brown hair, but that didn't begin to remove the imprint from his hat. His grim expression didn't change one iota as he raised his chin toward his sister. If he's leaving the decision to her, he's got to be a widower. Hope pulled the packet of letters from her apron and handed them to Mrs. Erickson. Recommendations from other farmers. Some folks like that kind of stuff before they make their mind whether to keep me on. Looking down at the thick stack in her hand, Mrs. Erickson sounded uncertain. I suppose we could give her a try, Jacob. Dandy, I'll move my mule and cart out of the way. Mr. Stauffer, are you hankering after anything special to eat? Or is there any particular chore that needs doing? He shook his head and took the porch steps two at a time. He paused at the door and looked down at his dirty boots. Emilou, he called before opening the door and hunkering down. A little girl threw herself into his arms. Daddy, are you going to take me to see the piglets again? No, he cupped his big hand around his daughter's toe head and held her close. Hope's heart did a little do si A man who cast aside his own troubles, knelt down and loved on his child. There was a man to be admired. He pressed a kiss on Emmy Lou's head. Milky snuck off and had her litter. She did? Emmy Lou pulled back. I want to see them. How many? You be a good girl, and I'll show you where they are after supper. How many, Daddy? Mr. Stauffer rose. I'm keeping that a secret right now. Since you're going to be a good girl, you'll be able to come out and count for yourself. It's always nice to have something to look forward to. Hope smiled at the girl. She had her father's blue eyes, but instead of being cool, they shone with innocence. Hope winked at her. So, is Milky a cat or a dog? A cat, Emmy Lou yanked on the side of her father's jeans. Daddy, does that lady know how to bake cookies? Sure do. You got a favorite kind? Curls bobbed as the little girl nodded. Big ones. A smile flitted across Mr. Stauffer's face, then disappeared. Miss Ledley, tie your mule to the sycamore. Shade's hard to come by. Hope tromped back toward Hattie. Mr. Stauffer might seem all gruff, but he liked kids and animals, and his sister, too. With that many points in his favor, she knew he was a good man. As she walked Hattie right past the porch and toward the shade, Hope heard Emmy Lou's high little giggle. Daddy, how come does that lady's mule wear a hat? Her name's Hattie, and by wearing one, she carries her shade long with her wherever she goes, Hope called back. With her mule unhitched and roped to the tree, Hope stopped by the water pump with her stockings, shoes, and a towel. After washing her hands and face, she dampened half the towel and went to the porch. Mr. Stauffer had gone back to work, so Hope sat on the top step, swiped her ankles and feet clean, then pulled on her stockings and shoes. Are you? Emmylou asked as she hopped and wiggled. Gonna make me cookies now? Can't say for certain. Don't you worry none, though. I promise I'll bake up a batch. Big ones? Come here. Hope tugged Emmy Lou close and inspected her hand. My, you're a big girl. 
Uh-huh. Hope traced her finger around Emmylou's palm. Well, a girl your size would probably want a cookie so big it would barely fit in her hand. Mrs. Erickson remained by the door. Emmylou, it's nap time. Que some fit. Go to bed, Hope translated in her mind. Emmylou's lower lip poked out in a pout. Hope turned her and gave her a nudge. Yeah, Emmylou. She searched for the German words for sleep well. Schlaf gut. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Mrs. Erickson gave her a startled look. Only a tad. Hope held up in the screen door. Just enough to get by in the kitchen. Don't much matter what the language. A rumbling belly sounds the same. Once inside, Mrs. Erickson held Emmylou's hand and looked a little uncertain. Hope inhaled deeply. Mmm, mmm, you're baking bread. If you tell me how much longer it needs, I'll be happy to pull it out of the oven so you can take a nap yourself. Mrs. Erickson shook her head. I need no nap.